0: Bruce Banner wore adamantium pants what would happen when he transforms this is an excellent question first we have to define what's happening we have to talk about the things that we're talking about so we're clear and the first thing is adamantium if you're listening to this I assume you have a basic understanding of what adamantium is it is the sort of magic metal from the marvel universe. Uh Wolverine's claws his skeleton is covered in adamantium Ultron's outer shell is covered in adamantium and Captain America's second shield was alloyed with vibranium steel and adamantium So they say it's practically indestructible I then went to the marvelfandom.com wiki for adamantium and my life got a little worse because then I had to read about the different kinds of adamantium, which of course there are. So the list is proto-adamantium, true adamantium, secondary adamantium, adamantium beta, adamantium Earth-1610, adamantium Earth-691, adamant-steel Earth-9047, adamantium earth ten thousand and five. Adamantium allotropes and carbonadium. Not 100% sure what that last one is. What we care about, I assume in this case, is true adamantium, also known as primary adamantium. This is an attempt at the recreation of proto adamantium. This is the adamantium present in Wolverine. That's why I'm choosing it, because it's the one that probably most people would be familiar with. It is nearly as strong or durable. But unlike proto adamantium, primary adamantium is able to be reproduced. Only beings with godlike powers, such as Rune King Thor, or with strong magnetic powers, like Magneto, as the name implies, can manipulate primary adamantium. Otherwise, it is completely indestructible to all forms of attack. Being this strong, it is very rare and expensive to create or manipulate and is top secret in the U.S. government. Although it has been shared with some of their allies, that's in quotes for some reason, once liquid adamantium cools and hardens, it can never be manipulated again. Although it can be destroyed by Antarctic vibranium, which dissolves all metals. So, now we have a clue as to who made these pants. Rune King Thor. I know Thor, and I know Thor from the movies. I do not know Rune King Thor, and I assume that is just Thor later on in life. Some of the interesting points, though, is that once this metal has been ceased to be manipulated, it can never be manipulated again. How did you manipulate it in the first place? That sentence actually doesn't make sense. If it's liquid adamantium, which means it can be melted, and then it hardens you're saying it can't be melted again. But clearly you were able to melt it in the first place. So sensibly speaking, that's not true. I'm not saying it wouldn't be more difficult, but we are talking about Rune King Thor here, who I assume is really, really good at melting metals. I looked at some of the uh, other adamantium and just uh, gave up pretty quick. So these pants... That's actually what we have to think about for a moment is these pants. There are a couple of issues. Because how are they constructed? My real first question, are these pleated pants? Because if they are, then we truly have hit upon something evil. Pleated pants are some of the worst things in the world. Because the only reason to have pleats is because you're hiding something. And if you're hiding something, it's bad. And you're bad for having them. So the pants themselves, though, would be two tubes on his legs, is I assume what they mean. Do they have hinged knees? Do they have a zipper? Are they buttoned-down adamantium pants? These are all questions that the question asker clearly never thought about. Because I actually think what they mean is not a pair of pants. But if we're going to take the question seriously, we have to talk about pants. And we have to talk about pants at length. You could have a solid tube around the thighs and a solid tube around the calves with hinges around the knees, and then sort of a bucket or something for the groin area. That would technically be a pair of pants, but they would all have to be joined together. So there would have to be hinges or something. All that would also have to be made of adamantium, otherwise they wouldn't be adamantium pants. There is an alternative though, you could weave some kind of adamantium thread. I don't know if you can hear that. There's like announcements going on outside my house. I'm pretty sure it's just a political thing. But they're so loud, it's actually disruptive. It's hard to think. That's on the road somewhere. Fucking bullshit. That, that In other countries, they have noise laws. Japan doesn't have that. This is sick. Anyways. They, these pants could be woven from some kind of adamantium thread or cotton or something, like they could weave together. I actually thought some sort of chainmail pants, so it'd be links of adamantium, all sort of linked together. Since we're going through the bother of actually making a pair of pants, you could actually make a functional pair of pants if you wove together adamantium in from some kind of thread. Then comes to me what is actually the biggest problem, adamantium stitching you're gonna have to stitch down the sides to hold these together. You're gonna have to like, if they were pants, you have the seam on the inside and the outside of your leg. If they're those tubes, and again, they have to join the hinges, they all have to be sort of attached together. You could make a mechanism for that, but I think stitching, since we're talking about pants is the way to go, that's just the way it has to be. That introduces the problem of a fault. So, Again, if we're talking about chainmail pants or some kind of new thread that's been woven together into a material, it could be very light. That leaves us with the weakest link is what's going to break and that would break and then actually the structure of the whole pant would be at risk. That leads me to a new question. Why did someone take the time and money to construct these pants? because I guess they're gonna to try to trick Bruce Banner into wearing them. So the tubes don't work anymore. He's not gonna grab a pair of tubes and put them on and be like, wow, this is a good idea. Bruce Banner is supposed to be a smart guy. He's gonna look at those and go, that's some kind of freakish trap. I'm not putting those on. So they have to look like real pants. And I assume all metal pants, even if they're adamantium, are going to be pretty heavy. He's gonna notice right away. These are not a light flannel. These are not a cotton blend. This is not a denim of any sort. This is metal. I don't think I should put these on. Although, adamantium pants would be a very good defense because, again, it says it's like basically unbreakable, but why would Bruce Banner want that when he turns into the Hulk he has this amazing healing factor? We will talk about that in a minute. So we are left with the problem. You have constructed pants, and I'm going to be very generous and say you have some sort of sheet Of adamantium that you have found a way to sew together. So you have an adamantium needle, an adamantium thread, and you've sewn together a pair of pants that are functional, stylish, and up to date. Enough so that they actually look like pants. Now you have to get them onto Bruce Banner. That doesn't work. He's not going to put on these pants voluntarily. So now you have to do it, what? While he's sleeping, you got to drug him. I actually assume if you drug Bruce Banner, the Hulk does something. Because they've talked about, like, he's tried to shoot himself in the head. He's tried to, like, off himself multiple ways. And the Hulk just comes forward and stops him from dying. So really, the spirit of this question is not if Bruce Banner wore adamantium pants, what would happen when he transforms? It's really if you put Bruce Banner or at least his waist down in a tube, what would happen if that tube was made of adamantium? Because we get to then forego all the problems of actually constructing a pair of pants, which is, of course, a ridiculous thing to have to do in this case. So that takes us to what happens during Bruce Banner's transformation into the Hulk, which, as I have talked about many times, does not make any sense. There is no true explanation as to what is going on there. Of course not, because the actual transformation doesn't make any sense at all. You have Bruce Banner, who is a little scientist guy, and he becomes the Hulk, which is this giant muscly dude. Where does the muscle mass come from? I went on the internet, the best place to find information about dumb things. And here's the sentence. And what it actually talks about is what activates the change, but not what happens during the change. And then the last sentence was this, when the Hulk transforms back into Banner, the excess muscle mass and energy is lost, presumably to the same place where he derives it. As in, I don't know where it came from, therefore I don't know where it went. That's not a big problem. We're just gonna have to go ahead and accept that Bruce Banner changes into the Hulk. He gets much bigger. I posited in podcast, very early on, what happens is that he takes water out of the air and uses that matter to create the muscle mass for his body. There are a ton of other changes, but at least that would explain mass. He's putting on mass. He's taking it from the air around him. There's always basically air around him. That would then put you in a situation where he would not be able to transform in space, in the vacuum of space. Which is a very interesting little question that we're not going to deal with right now. But of course, that is now all I'm thinking about is, could you make it so that he only transforms on Earth in oxygen, in atmospheres? If you put him in space, what would happen? And he just becomes Bruce Banner and then dies. But then the healing factor kicks in as he becomes the Hulk and it brings him back again. The healing factor is what the interesting issue is here. Because you have the adamantium tube. We're just gonna dispose of the whole pants idea and we're just gonna put them in a tube. It's a lot easier to make, it's a lot easier to work with. Conceptually, it makes more sense. This question is, would the adamantium burst or would Bruce Banner be crushed as he turned into the Hulk? If this is just physical expansion, it's basically just flesh. So it's actually very mutable. And as the big leg muscles grow and then are crushed by the adamantium, they get the healing factor. So it would actually sort of start pushing on him. And my image was he would just grow and heal and grow and heal and grow and heal. So is that enough to actually break the adamantium? I think the problem is because they've limited this to pants, I believe after a little while he would just start growing up. Like the muscles at the top would grow bigger and then the ones in the legs underneath uh, would start would still be impacted by the adamantium and push him slowly upwards until he popped out of the tube. This would be very much like Hulk toothpaste, and his legs would be all crushed and messed up for a second or two. Then the healing factor would kick in, and his heal, and his legs would be fine. Then he would stand up and look at the tube and think that was a really weird thing that just happened. Why was I in that tube? He might take that tube and then use it as a weapon. Very good idea, by the way, Hulk. But here we are stuck with a very reasonable and not satisfactory answer. Because it's a tube, it's open on one end. It could actually be open on both ends, but eventually the growth of his legs pushing him around and being sort of mutable would push him out the top. So now we have to create adamantium suspenders, but that's silly, so we're not going to do that. Surprisingly, the flexible pants option that I said was not reasonable to construct, offers a more interesting problem because they would move with the body while constricting it, much like your tight jeans. They would hold it better and it would be a lot harder for him to pop out the top. This would then rely on the quality of the construction. So, like I said, if there was thread, adamantium thread, is that stronger than the adamantium sheet that the actual pant is made of? If not, then it's very likely that thread is going to burst because if you had the Hulk in a pair of jeans, what's going to happen? It's going to burst. And we know with his healing power, this would just keep going on and on and on. So I start thinking of it like erosion. He would erode away the inside of the adamantium. This might take years, if not hundreds of years. He would erode away the adamantium until it got weak enough that it actually burst. They say it can't be broken by attack and things like that, That's absolutely fine, but it's the same thing as water eroding away a mountain or creating a valley, it just takes time. So sooner or later, the material, the pants will fail. So his healing factor becomes very important in this because it has to be long lasting. So I looked into the Hulk's accelerated healing factor. The Hulk has probably the quickest healing factor than anybody in the Marvel universe, including Wolverine. Wounds that would be deadly to most other heroes take just a short time for the Hulk to recover. During a battle with Vector, he repelled all of the skin off the Hulk, leaving just exposed flesh and muscle. It took the Hulk minutes to regain the mass and be completely healed. Again, not explaining where that mass came from, but we're not going to talk about that anymore because it starts to really frustrate me and really bother me because no one actually talks about where that mass comes from. During a battle with Speed Freak, He cut the Hulk's stomach open with his adamantium blades. The Hulk had to hold his stomach to prevent his insides from spilling out. Within minutes, the wound had healed, but unfortunately, the skin had healed around part of the Hulk's finger. He had to rip his fingers out of his stomach and allow it to heal again. So... This is actually an interesting thing because the Hulk is not as strong as the Hulk in this case. The Hulk's fingers got stuck in his own stomach, I guess because the stomach and the skin around it is larger. Therefore, that is the stronger premise. So he had to pull his fingers off. He couldn't just pull them out. It actually would have made more sense if he just pulled them out. But I guess pulling your fingers off and having them grow back is kind of cooler. It should be noted that during the transformation from Bruce Banner to one of the various incarnations of the Hulk and back, he gains and loses large amounts of mass. The source of this mass is unknown, you sons of bitches. Why the fuck would you even write that sentence? The amount of mass transferred is dependent on the incarnation, such as Grey Hulk, has much less mass than those of the other incarnation. Again, we don't know where this mass is coming from which gets into the problem of my next question or the next iteration of this question. There is one more sentence though. The Hulk is immune to all Earth-based diseases, including AIDS, which is very specific. So I guess what he's saying is the Hulk doesn't need to wear a condom because he doesn't have to worry about sexually transmitted diseases or AIDS or anything. So if you're into the Hulk, and when I say into, I mean like really into, and you have a shady history sexually, This is all going to work out for you. So more in spirit with the actual desire of the question, I believe, was that we need to make an adamantium safe. And a safe with no door. So what we're going to do is construct the safe with no top. And you're going to put Bruce Banner in the safe, and then you're going to close the safe and seal it with whatever magical power you have to seal it with. Now, it has nothing to do with the pants or popping out the top of the pants or the tube or anything like that. The question is, will he burst the safe or will it be able to contain him? So we get onto the box. So once this box has to be magically sealed, there can be no seams. And that's very important because the whole problem with the pants is the seams. The, now we have Bruce Banner inside. He's in a magic box. that's made of andamantium with no seams, So it's all perfectly actually it'd be even better if it was a ball, if it was like a sphere. And he was magically transformed into the sphere. But that leads me to the question, since we don't know where the mass comes from, inside the sphere, there's only going to be, let's say, so much oxygen. Is he able to transform? Because we don't know where that mass comes from, is it able to get through the adamantium sphere that he's locked in to get to his body so that he can grow? So you could have actually inadvertently created a way for him to never transform because he's locked inside this magic sphere where he can't get the mass to add to his body to transform into the Hulk so he could never be the Hulk again. So in a way, you've cured him of being the Hulk, but you've also killed Bruce Banner. So what I actually think would happen, because again, they're not even touching where this mass comes from. So we're just gonna allow it to happen. He starts, he gets angry because he's stuck inside a sphere, as we all would be. Then he starts to grow and expand. And so he's going to get to the same problem, density. He is going to continue to expand until he fills completely the inside of the sphere. Once the inside of the sphere is completely filled, he is going to continue to transform because that's going to make him more angry. At what point does the density inside, is, is it stronger than the surface of the outside of the adamantium sphere? In which case, I think what's actually going to happen, and I've posited things about the Hulk before with the same sort of conclusionally, totally different circumstances, where he actually ends up becoming a black hole. Now, if he becomes a black hole, he's going to suck this adamantium sphere into him, and he's going to be both inside and outside the sphere at the same time. This becomes Schrodinger's Hulk, which is a great phrase that someone should use in a very serious way at some point in the future. I have posited that the Hulk's transformation will lead to a level of instability because since there is no limit on his ability to transform, he will get to a point where he does collapse. And when he collapses, he will become a black hole. I think they should write that into the story because that would be a fascinating ending to the Hulk. The only problem is he can't bring him back. You have to just have a black hole somewhere. So that's the conclusion. We had to change the question a bit so that it would actually be structurally sound. But if you do it, you end up with a situation where the Hulk becomes so dense that he collapses in on himself and becomes a black hole and then absorbs the adamantium sphere that was holding him initially. But gamma radiation. I could not find any information on the effect of gamma radiation on adamantium. And there is a possibility that the radiation that i assume is generated from the hulk when he transforms i don't know if that's true either they talk about that the gamma radiation being within him and when he's the hulk he doesn't like irradiate the people around him although that would be an interesting superpower like he just comes up and he grabs you and then you just start to melt uh, i don't know if gamma radiation does that I, again it's made up so i don't really know what it does i guess it does whatever it needs to in the moment it's part of the drama system of the marvel universe but there is the possibility that radiation might weaken sort of the base structure, might weaken the base structure of adamantium. And that effect might be enough to break some pants, certainly. And if he's inside the sphere, maybe the adamantium will will start to blend to his body or become part of his body, that he actually ends up being the Hulk with adamantium skin. Now, his skin was already you know, supposed to be super tough. So this is unnecessary. But then you could draw a silver Hulk, which I guess would look kind of cool. I mean, I'm not a big fan. I like the green Hulk. The reason the Hulk was green is because it was one of the cheaper inks to use. That's good to know. There's also the problem of the rarity of the metal. We don't know how much metal you would need, especially this sphere. But since we're using magic to make it, we could use magic to get it. So that answers itself. What would happen if Bruce Banner put on a pair of adamantium pants and then transformed into the hulk the 100 percent answer to that question is that bruce banner wouldn't put on the pants if you then change the circumstances you could get to the point where the hulk becomes a black hole and is both in and outside of the adamantium at the same time Now, of course, you all, if you're listening to this, probably know what adamantium, adamantium you probably...